Welcome everyone, this is Russ Galzo, Chronicles of the End Times. Thank you for joining me today. So today we're taking just a slight break from the war in the Middle East and the shootings that have just taken place, and we're going to get into that in great detail in our next podcast. But today we have a special podcast. This is the other arm of our ministry. Lighthouse Productions was started in 2009. It's a non-profit Christian theater group. And recently, the Lord has laid on our hearts to take these original shows and turn them into graphic novels and audiobooks so we could reach the world with the message of hope of Jesus Christ. So this first project, The Search for Christmas, is what this podcast is about, and I know that you'll be blessed by it. It's a story about young people in this town that never heard of Christmas. It's not to be talked about. It's not to be celebrated. This is someday in the future. So Mac, this young genius, develops a time machine and accidentally goes back in time to a city in the 1950s where they're celebrating Christmas. So she begins to learn about it. And when she gets back, she takes her friends on a journey that goes from Santa's workshop to Ebenezer Scrooge's living room and eventually to Bethlehem, where they find the true meaning of Christmas. So in this podcast today, we have some very special people, people that are very special to me. My daughter, Rachel Hamilton, who is the writer of this show and an actor in her own right, and Levi Bova, the graphic artist who's doing all the artwork in the graphic novel. Thanks for being with me today, guys. Rachel, maybe you can start off by telling the folks how we got started in all this. Yes, I think uh, we were doing some shows together, but they hadn't been authored by us. And we were looking at the time to get something um, that was written by the two of us together to perform. And um, I remember calling you and saying, hey, I have this idea. What if we have a group of kids who um, don't know anything about Christmas for some reason and they need to find it? And what if they use some famous Christmas characters to help them? And I remember you saying back um, a little while later, what if they do it in a time machine? And it kind of all came out from there. We started putting it together that they would travel through time in a time machine and visit different places to gather information about Christmas. Oh, yeah. I remember putting that show together in about two months. Yeah, it was a lot of songs to write in a short amount of time for you. (laughs) Levi, you saw the show some years ago when you were quite younger. And now here you are. The graphic artist for the graphic novel. Tell us a little bit about your connection to the search for Christmas. Um, I did see it pretty um, when I was pretty young. Uh, I was a big fan of it. I even brought um, recording of it on a DVD, I think, to school. Because um, wow. <laughs> there was a time, um, I guess it must have been after tests or something. It was elementary school, and... Uh, So there was time to play a movie, and the teacher was like, all right. (laughs) That's really cool. That's probably mm, over 10 years ago at least, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were, uh, we've done the show probably, uh, I don't know, probably six times maybe. Now we have this graphic novel and this audiobook, which is coming around the corner now, getting completed. And um, we've been able to use some of the people that have worked with us in the past, which has been really, really cool, in a new whole, whole new way, in a whole new form. 
And Levi, you're really responsible for a lot of this because you have been able to take them and um, really interpret them in, in really a perfect way, you know, yeah. than we created them. I think one of the coolest parts for me, when you when I wrote it originally, when I wrote the characters originally and we wrote the music for it and all of that, we're visualizing it on stage, which is such a different um, way to look at how everything's going to be interpreted. And then to see some of the moments in the book come to life through pictures is just, it's amazing how it's, yes, yeah, so especially the character of Dave and how he's being manipulated, you know, throughout the book um, and how Levi's able to capture that and, and put a visual to it just based off of words and a little bit of direction. Um, it's really interesting to see it come to life in a totally new way. It's pretty exciting. Yes, absolutely. It's like seeing them in a different dimension. You know, you're used to seeing them on stage, you know, live people walking around. And now we have them in a cartoon form, you know, in this graphic novel. And it's, uh, I agree, it's very, very cool to see it in this new dimension. So, Levi, you've been drawing all these amazing characters. Uh, what's your favorite character or your favorite scene? Dave is definitely one of my favorite characters. Um, I also find it fun to draw um, Mac and Beth. They're pretty fun. I don't know. I feel like they always turn out looking the best to me. My favorite scene uh, keeps changing as I've been making it, but I do like the new ones I've done with Scrooge where he gets taken out the window uh, by the angel. Yeah, I love those. <laughs> I like how you interpreted the scene where Yule is like in a control room kind of thing, you know, and he's, he's looking at the screen and he can see that the time machine's in trouble. Well, the in the play, you don't always... Well, when it cuts, because you can't see the time machine flying, I just figured it would be cool if there was, like, an in-between scene where you could see um, it going wrong before it lands. In the book, Yule's kind of holding everything together, but it wasn't always that way. Rachel, maybe you can tell us how that developed. So when we wrote the play in 2009, uh, there was no narrator character, um, which is what Yule is. But when we kind of, um, over the years as we've revised and kind of reinvented different moments in the show, um, in 2016 when we revised the script, um, we talked about a different approach and we came up with the idea that this would be inside a storybook and we created this gigantic book that was on stage that and then we created a narrator that told the story and turned the page and different scenes would come to life in this gigantic uh, book which was like the main scenery of the show so yule wasn't even in the original uh yep. show but such a great um it was such a great addition on stage and now to see Yule telling the story in the graphic novel and see him watching everything unfold and trying to keep it together and trying to keep the story moving, even when the story gets a little out of hand for him, it's really exciting to see him go through all of that. Let's take a look at what's going on in Mac's basement right now. This is a scene from The Search for Christmas. Mac has just gotten back from her first trip in the time machine, which was by accident. Let's listen in as Yule sets the scene. Meanwhile, Mac hasn't rested for even one second since we last saw her. 
she's been working non-stop on her latest invention. Meeting Officer Russo and Becky opened her eyes to something she didn't even think was possible. It gave her hope, and hope, my friends, can be a powerful thing. If I could just figure out what went wrong. The gears are not turning properly, and the friction is not quite right. Perhaps this just needs to be a bit tighter. Mac? Mac! Mackenzie! Oh, hello. My apologies. I did not hear you come in. Mac, what are you working on? This machine. I can't be sure, but it looks like... Don't give it away quite yet, Beth. Beth, you know what this hunk of junk is? Helen! Lucas! Everyone's here! I don't have time for your antics, Mac. What's an antic? This is going to change our lives? Yes. This is going to change our lives. But first, I I have a question. Have any of you ever heard of Christmas? Christmas was a holiday that used to be celebrated with trees and lights and presents. Oh, and something called Christmas spirit. Presents and lights? Wow! I saw an old photo once. People look so happy. Yes, Christmas spirit. I don't know exactly what it is or where it went, but it seems like people lost hope and it got lost. But I think I found it again. What do you mean? How? Christmas spirit? I traveled back in time with this and saw Christmas. I knew it was a time machine. A time machine? You're trying to tell me that my little sister built a time machine? Yeah, right. I want to see Christmas. Mac, can we go? (laughs) Of course. I just need to fix the gears. Something happened when I landed. Landed? Through time? Was Was it cool? cool? I was reading my favorite book by Albert Einstein. Talking about the possibilities of going back in time. I connected my computer to a laser light or two. A couple of gears I thought.
goes, the time machine, going off to their next adventure. Well, I hope you enjoyed that clip. I just love that when they all get together and decide to go on their journey. Very, very cool. We're all very excited here at Lighthouse Productions about the ability to share the songs and the story this way. When you buy the book, whether it be hardcover or paperback, there's going to be QR codes every so often wherever there's a song, and you can scan that and it'll take you right to that character and take you right to that song. Well, I think music is just such a an amazing way to reach people. I think people can really, you can feel things through music that you can't necessarily feel through any other medium of expression. And I think to be able to have access to the songs and we've uh, re-recorded a lot of them and done a lot of work on them, I think it's just a nice way for people to feel more connected to the characters and more connected to the story. And there's some really emotional and powerful songs in this graphic novel and on this soundtrack that I think um, stand the test of time as well. They're not just for this story. They could be um, songs that people would feel connected to uh, for different times of their lives and and maybe even listen to, to uh, kind of draw strength from at different times um, with different things that they might be going through. I know you haven't an opportunity to listen too much to the songs, Levi. I mean, you've been working on the visual part of everything. But do you remember any of the tunes from... uh, the show at all? Yeah, um, actually some of them still get stuck in my head even though I haven't heard them in a while. I like that you're going to be able to hear the songs since they have to be cut down for the sake of dialogue in the graphic novel. It's nice that they'll still be there because they're very important. And so in the future, Mac's going to have more adventures. And uh, the way that came about, it wasn't an original plan. We have four original shows that we do. And uh, we had one picked out to do next. And um, I had asked Levi to make um, a special page for each main character uh, that will key you off a chapter. And uh, Levi, you came back with this shot of uh, Max sitting on top of the time machine looking out uh, in the night sky to the star of Bethlehem. And when I saw that, it just like, bang, it hit me. And I texted you immediately. I said, this has got to be the cover. This is really great. I love it. You came back to me like, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, um, I had always wondered if there could be more to the story because, well, I always like sequels because I really like stories. Um, Since pages also need characters and word bubbles in it, I just figured it would be really cool to have like a page where the time machine and just one character, of course, Mac. It's really cool, too, because if you think about, like, the character of Mac and how curious she is and, like, how intelligent she is, and if she she created this time machine and has already been on this grand adventure, of course she would want to go on another one. And, of course, her friends, who have been so changed through this experience and so moved by it, would want to meet more people from the past and maybe even from the future... Yeah. Um, and you just never know what could happen. Levi, so you're kind of coming in from a different angle. So uh, I'm sure Rachel and I would love to hear uh, what you think the next adventure should be for Mac and her friends. Maybe Dave interacting with people, like on a personal level, because a lot of their time, ta- I guess 
I mean, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think he was supposed to represent their town, especially more than the other characters. Mm -hmm, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I think he could help a lot. Um, I think, too, like, he's he's just coming into figuring out this, you know, this kind of new life that he can have with this joy and this peace that he didn't know before. And we know that, like, as we're walking on our life's journey, things pop up, and sometimes we, we still question or we have doubts, and we need to work through them and find a strength. And there are so many um, stories from the Bible that represent so much strength and so much faith in like impossible circumstances that could help Dave to conquer something. Um, so for sure, they could go back and meet all kinds of cool people. Very exciting. You know, if we had a real time machine, there's all kinds of places I'm sure that all of you would like to go. So maybe the next adventure you could have some input on. So after you've read the book, listened to the audio book, thought about it for a minute, Send us an email and let us know what you think the next adventure should be. The search for? Yep. <laughs> Question mark. Question mark. That's it. Well, thanks for listening in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast as much as we have getting together and talking about this project. And the search for Christmas is going to be available around Thanksgiving. And you'll be able to download it in ebook in paperback form from Amazon and many other outlets. On the Lighthouse Stage Productions website, you'll be able to purchase and download the audiobook and a special hardcover edition. So thanks again for listening in. This is Russ Gals of the Chronicles of the End Times. Keep looking up. The King is coming.